Welcome to Level Playing Field, a podcast where a group of longtime friends get together and talk about the world of video games. Today, we're talking about the games we've been playing lately. My name is Andrew Kimball, and I'm your host. Joining me on today's episode, we have Caleb Van Nice. Hello! Hello, Caleb. How are you? I am all right. I have some very nice Irish cheddar I have as my snack for this episode, so that's that's how I'm doing. People who listen to podcasts love when people on those podcasts eat food. It's it's a well-known fact. It's it's so well-known, and everyone knows since I am the quietest person here, there are long stretches where I just have my mic muted and I'm not talking. Speaking of the quietest person here, we have Joe Summer. Caleb, do you have like crackers to go with that or is it is it just cheese i figured the crackers would be too much like i could probably sneak some cheese without it interfering with the audio so much the crackers though i also just really this is like really nice like aged irish cheddar you should it's like old and crumbly and it, it, yeah no it's it's good stuff i i will just eat it as its own little bricks sneak some cheese is going to become like a like a podcast quote or slogan or t-shirt thing uh also dylan wren hey people i appreciate you going to be third so i had time to recover from the the caleb cheese discussion i almost lost it again when we we got on the crackers subject but uh i i appreciate it never I, never a dull moment i'm now sad that i don't have cheese so and that's not all we have a special guest on this episode Joining us for the very first time, Sid. How are you? Hello. I'm glad I turned away my wing delivery now. Makes me feel a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might be kind of fun to watch you eat wings. No, absolutely not. I am so good at making a mess. <laughs> how are you doing? How am evening? I doing? I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Excited to talk about some video games because that's yeah. what we do here. It's, <laughs> it's pretty chill. It's pretty laid back. Just a bunch of nerds. Well, before we dive in, I just want to ask that if you enjoy our show, please tell your friends. It would really mean a lot. Also, go check out our website, levelplayingfieldgaming.com. From there, you can find our social media pages, YouTube channel, our Patreon, as well as all the many places you can listen to the show. And a huge shout out to our level three patrons on Patreon at the time of recording this. It's still Bo Black. So if anybody else wants to be added to that list, get on there. It's really not that big of an investment. You can do it. And you can also plug stuff. Like we can shout your name out or we can shout out whatever project you're working on, whatever thing you happen to be doing. If you know you happen to do cosplay or stream, we'll shout that out on every episode. But thank you so much, Bo, for your support. Now, speaking of cosplay and streaming, I want to start this episode out Talking a little bit about what you do, Sid. Oh gosh, where do you want me to start on that one? I guess we can start with uh, like the streaming side, since we're a, we're a gaming podcast. We can do that. I feel like cosplay is kind of your main bread and butter. That's like the big thing. So we'll we'll start with the little appetizer, the <laughs> streaming, and then we'll move into like the main course. If that analogy makes sense. <laughs> The streaming is a lot more relevant anyway. Uh, I definitely don't, even though I am a cosplayer, I don't do a lot of crafting streams because I tend to get very involved in chat and then distracted at what I'm doing. So I do tend more toward uh, being a filthy casual and playing nothing but super casual games. 
But yeah, like lately I've been, well, I suppose it's not really, <laughs> we'll dive into that later what I've actually been playing. But yeah, I tend toward playing a lot of super casual games and like one-off things. I don't actually get much into single player games anymore. So Okay. And it probably wouldn't hurt to like talk a little bit about how we're semi-connected, you know, <laughs> just oh, yes. to, to give everyone some background. So. No, we were just going to completely leave that out. <laughs> I, I don't know why you would bring that wasn't up. sure how you wanted to segue into that, but I'm totally cool with that. Dylan, do you oh. want to do that? <laughs> so Andrew, Sid, and I, and I think Aubrey, may, did Aubrey play? When we I don't remember the name. She was she was playing, but she yeah. was mostly like exploring far corners of the world to get like those kind of achievements versus actually being super active in the guild and whatnot. But she was a little bit. Her name was Alani, I think, in the game. I remember that toward the end of my time really being involved in the guild. Yeah. So we, we all used to be in a World of Warcraft guild back in wrath of the lich king days um i think was primarily where it was so yeah that um, was like that was like the only real like that was my your chunk of wow (laughs) yeah like as soon as cataclysm came out i was kind of done yeah actually that's that's really when i dropped off too it just it really went straight downhill after that for me don't forget the name of the guild, okay? It was Lego My Agro, which was yes. so great at the time. My 15-year-old self was like, wow, that is the coolest name ever. Mm. <laughs> yes. I was in their Facebook group. <laughs> yes. Oh, there was a Facebook group? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I did not know that. I think it might still exist, and it's kind of sad to go look at now. No, yeah, it, don't. I, oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, it. Do, I think it does still exist. I don't know when the most recent post was, but it's definitely a lot more recent than you would think it had. It was. Oh. I still occasionally like log in and see, uh, like when I I'm still in that guild when I when I do subscribe again, and uh, like Sierra is still there, Wild still there, all all the all the people mm-hmm. that we used to do a lot of stuff with. Like I some think of Mad the, Irish took over the guild in like mm-hmm. the kind of later oh. years. Yeah, and uh, he was still around too when I mo- logged in most recently. And I think Saint Pally Girl and Veg might have still been around. Um, so like the a lot of the, the I'm the, having so much nostalgia right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so I occasionally I still you know see them on. It's not like it was in the old days where like you would pop in and there was always conversation and stuff happening and everyone yeah like it's more so like you log in and there's an occasional like achievement notification and like a grats or something but it definitely you definitely miss the older the you know those wrath of the lich king days when we had like a ton of people on there so it's not the same but uh wow is not the same anymore either so but yeah i definitely liked wow for what it was but i think that's one of the main reasons i kept coming back was because that community that we had but then like when that started to fall apart it just kind of like also cataclysm around the same time i'm not terribly surprised yeah that was me 100 because i never really got like big into raiding or like that kind of end game stuff it was literally just running around goofing off with people in the guild or other you know friends that were playing like i Definitely, like compared to how Joe plays WoW, I did not take it seriously at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever made it through like the first raid of Wrath ever. I think we tried it, and I don't know that we ever made it to Kelthazad. Um, so I don't even know what a Kelthazad is. So that tells you. <laughs> but uh, 
but yeah, it was fun. It was fun times though. But yeah, like it, it's one of those where it's like, once that community is not there, it's like, well, do I want to invest the time and effort to go find another community? Especially when like, I'm sure you could find a nice laid back, like doesn't care about rating community, but it's also, there are so many other options out there too. And so many different ways to like play and form communities besides in like an MMO, which back when we played, I think was one of the, like that was in the early days of like Xbox live and stuff like that was like Halo two had not been out for that long when we were playing. So I think MMOs are still kind of unbeatable in that regard though, just because typically the communities that form exist outside the, like, you know, you join a guild and they're going to have a discord. So it's like, it's not just, Oh, you're on talking to somebody like you can just have discord open and maintain a conversation and like other mmos are the same way and in a way i haven't seen as much in other like big multiplayer games because most of those games like you hop on you play a match that lasts maybe an hour and then that's it you don't see any of those people again and there's no like like in wow you're kind of almost forced into a guild because like pugging is such a miserable experience you want to be able to like play with the same people consistently so that's what motivates you to find a guild and then oh you have that permanent fixture of a community but and mmos are the only games that have maintained that like you need a pre-made group to like do anything most of every other like big multiplayer game has streamlined it so that you don't need a pre-made group you don't need friends you can just jump on with a couple of randos get what you need and then get out so you like talk about pugging but Back in the day, us old folks, we had to be in a guild to have a group for anything. I mean, exactly. it's it's still kind of that way. Like, like, like right now, if you want to do, you can technically pug dungeons and the raid, but it's miserable. Yeah, but you, you queue into something as opposed to like us standing in Dalaran being like, need two more. Oh, Wants a healer, no, 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 please. not if you want to do anything relevant. I'm not talking about LFR. <laughs> LFR isn't relevant content. At heroic dungeons aren't relevant content. If you if you're doing relevant content, and you're usually using chat or group finder, and it's gonna you're gonna sit there for 30 minutes. You're finally gonna fill, and then you get in there, and then like you know someone misses a kick, and the group falls apart, and then you're just like, I just wasted you know 40 minutes of my time. I'm gonna go play something else. But but yeah, like I haven't seen games. other games really like take on that. You find a, a smallish group and you join their Discord, and now you're a part of that group. Like I know that well, exists. Like uh, take like the division. You yeah. know, we played some of the division, and I'm sure that like if you wanted to, you could go find a division community and join their Discord and all that. That exists, but it's you've really got to like seek to find it, like. But you gotta be much more intentional. Whereas I think like WoW and other MMOs push you into it a little more. It's a little more natural to like because they support it in game. You know, like the guild system is like a core system to the game. It's funny it. you mentioned the division because that game specifically. I was playing one night Division Two, and these guys just like showed up and were like yo, you want us to help you like level you up or whatever? I was like, sure, let's do it. And then they invited me to like voice chat. And I was, for some reason, I guess I had a wild hair. I accepted the invitation, which is not like me. And then I was like chatting with them. And then like, yeah, by the next day I was in this like 
division slash other kind of like shared world shooter kind of game, like discord channel with all these guys. And, you know, within a week I had left it, but still it was like (laughs) (laughs) overnight, like that it it did happen ironically in the division, which I just thought was funny that you made that comparison. Yeah. Well, and, and I think too, like with things like discord and, and stuff like that becoming, I know back in the day it was what, like vent, um, (laughs) Yes. it was vent but like now with discord being so accessible and open you know like you may not find like a guild like in wow but i think there are a lot of communities out there like even like level playing field where it's like you know it, it right now it's you know limited to like patreon subscribers or whatever but like you know kind of funny or ign or you know like there are places that you can go and get connected with a group of people to play a bunch of games and have sort of that still that same sense of community. It may not be as easy, like it does require a little bit more searching than WoW does, but I think it's become a lot easier to do, whereas back in the day it was not. So, Well, let's circle back around to where this all started. Sid, you stream. You talked about that briefly. You also do cosplay. So what uh, what do you want to talk about there? What what do you, you do a lot of like anime stuff, right? Not not so many video game characters, but I know you've done Triss, which gets you bonus points in my book. So and Siri, true Siri, yep. So the two the two best female characters in that game, better than Jennifer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's see. I started cosplay around 2015, I think, and it kind of just happened i wanted to go to a convention to i was actually really big into league of legends at the time and there was this cosplayer that i found on facebook and i was like oh my god she's amazing like i want to be able to do that so i really wanted to meet her though but i felt like going to a convention dragon con is anybody here familiar with dragon con very large convention had no idea and i was just like oh it'll just be a fun little weekend trip And then I made some cosplays for me, my significant other at the time, and a friend. And we all went as, like, um, a group from Fairy Tale, to anybody who's familiar with that as well. And uh, (laughs) I never met her, but I kind of got really addicted with just going that first day. It was super amazing. And I have never turned away from it since. And that was when I was in college as well. So I was cosplay balling on a budget (laughs) so it was a good time that was a great time and then see i i've been doing it every once in a while since then and then it's kind of become i don't want to call it a profession but it's it's a means of living at this point which is pretty pretty awesome and i can't complain that is awesome and we're we're gonna throw um links to all of your stuff in the description and the the posts when we when this episode goes live but what what would you say are like some of your favorite cosplays that you've mm-hmm. done so far i always have a hard time with this question i really do uh i don't it's always kind of like one of the more recent things that i've done that i, I tend to like the most right now i couldn't even tell you because i haven't cosplayed all that much recently what with you know the pandemic going on uh, there's not really any reason to cosplay. Like, I do have some local friends that I am comfortable visiting and seeing, and I will shoot on occasion. And I also have my current significant other that will shoot as well. But I don't really typically do it that often since there's not anywhere to go. So do you think that you're, like, you tend to think your more recent ones 
grab like rise to the top when you answer this question because they're just fresh in your mind or because as you've been doing it you feel like you've been getting better and so like the most recent ones are just like higher quality because you're getting better at it None of that. It's more so because I have a Swiss cheese brain and I tend to forget everything that I've ever done in the past. <laughs> so actually, as we were talking about WoW earlier, like I was just like, I don't remember a lot of things that happen, but I sort of remember that thing and that thing as well. But I can't remember a lot even from back then. And that wasn't that long ago. Um, it, it gets longer every day. So yeah. don't yeah, feel too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have a similar problem. I call it my dad brain. These guys are all pretty aware of that. Like I'll forget what I said at the beginning of this episode. So don't feel bad. Yeah, that's that's me all the time. Especially when I, I look back at a Twitch clip and somebody's clipped something. And I'm like, why would I say that ever? <laughs> why? <laughs> but I, also, too, I do want to say as well, like I do tend more toward anime cosplays because they do tend to be simpler. So it doesn't take a lot of elements to make them or mm. a lot of time to make them in that case. But game characters, like, I know that it will never be perfect, but I have an issue if I can't make it as perfect as possible. And because that takes so much time and dedication and, like, ability to do it, and I typically don't have that much of a drive unless I love that character, like, love, love that character. It's hard for me to get around to actually making a cosplay that's that detailed, but, um... Now that I've I've thought about it for a minute, I think one of my favorite cosplays is probably Yuna, Yuna from Final Fantasy Ten Two specifically, her Gunner version. That was like really a really important game to me. I think that was probably the game that got me into playing other games for myself. Because other than that, like I'd only ever seen games from my brother's points of view. My oldest brother liked simulation games like SimCity, and then my other brother liked sports games, which. I was not interested in. So that was like mm -hmm. the first game that I found that was for me. It's funny. You mentioned, uh, I have just, I've, this is my year of RPGs. Like my goal this year is to get through a bunch of classic RPGs. I've never played and whatnot. I just, cause square Enix had a sale of a bunch of final fantasy games. I just picked up the PS4 two pack of 10 and 10 2. never played them. And I'm like, we'll give that a shot. So I'm looking forward to those. I'm going to assume you've probably played seven. I played the remake of Seven. My brother played through the original. My younger brother, ironically, it's not like I grew up and he played this one. It's he <laughs> he, he he was like real. He got into RPGs way before me. He's like, I'm gonna play this one because people say it's like one of the best ones. And he's like, Yeah, that was really really good. He's like, I've heard Ten is also one of the best ones, but he was trying to do it at that point. Like, I'll go play Eight next just to lead up to it. And then he play started Eight and about halfway into it, he's like, I don't like this one as much. This one's this one's just okay. A lot of people. So I. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, I am aware of 7. I probably will play 7 soon, because we own it, but I I, I don't know in which order anything's good. I still got to finish Chrono Trigger. That's, that's then, <laughs> then I can move on to other things. I was asking more so because I do know that people tend to look on 7 a lot more favorably, but I have heard in the past that 10 is pretty decent as well. I It being my first Final Fantasy game, and I haven't played anything before that, and I've only played like two since that. Um, I don't really have much to go on, but I personally think very highly of it. Like the story is just chef's kiss. Oh, that's what it. I've heard. Like I, generally when I hear people talk about the best Final Fantasy games, it goes seven's very highly looked at, but a lot of people are like actually six is the better one. And then after that, it's like nine is good if you've played all the others. Ten and then twelve. Like those are. Those are the ones that like get generally in like the really high ones. Although twelve is like the black sheep, like that one's good. 
It's kind of weird that it's a Final Fantasy game, but that one's good. I'm super fascinated. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not like you guys. I don't really typically talk to many people about like games and stuff, but I, I'm really surprised. Actually, so 12 is one of the other other ones that I've played and I, I genuinely liked it. I mean, I can't say that it was comparable to Final Fantasy X or X-2 or anything really, but I did really like it. I'm kind of surprised to hear that anybody thinks so highly of that one. I mean, it's also like one of the newer ones, so... Yeah, I think it was, like, the last of the newer ones that, like, generally got, like, a... Is now looked back on fondly. Like, 13 was really big at the time, and now people are like, that one's... That one's not great. I mean, it's fun, but it's not great. And 15 is like... That one kind of was a swing and a miss, but... uh, I know. Watch what you... I know, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was really really looking forward to I'm not really a 15 defender. I just played the whole thing. (laughs) No, I need to play through it and see for myself, but like I was so excited for that game, even though I didn't really play Final Fantasy. I'm like, that looks so cool. And then the reviews came out and I was like, oh, oh, that's that's a bummer. And then I watched like some really in-depth breakdowns of why it was a bummer. It's like, oh, yeah, no, okay. I've only kind of just now thought about it, but I have a feeling that I'm going to have a lot of different opinions in a way because I'm influenced by... I'm influenced by video games from a way different place than you guys are. You guys are actually, like, in the thick of it. But I'm, like, on, like, a the edge of some kind of subculture here because I'm experiencing a lot of my content of video games from other cosplayers because they're cosplaying from it. So, like, I kind of get skewed opinions based, like, if somebody's going to be cosplaying a character, clearly they like that character. And I'm I'm kind of getting it from that. So, like, I actually thought that 15 was viewed favorably. I didn't know there was actually any kind of uh, about it. it it's usually like fine but there's a lot of people who are like no that one didn't work that <laughs> one that one was a that was a swing in a bit like i think it's got the same thing that a lot of the there's only a couple final fantasy games that i think people are like this one's actually a bad game most of the lesser ones are just sort of like it's fine if you enjoy final fantasy games you'll enjoy it and i think that's where 15 fell under i think the problem was 15 was kind of positioned as the new seven, basically. Like, I know 13 kind of didn't quite hit. This is supposed to be the new, big, open world, m- good Final Fantasy that will be remembered for generations. It was the first single player Final Fantasy in like a decade at that point. And so it's like, here we go. And then it it was like, oh, yeah, that exists. Yeah, it had a lot of um, conversation around the final, like the second half and specifically like the last couple chapters where it just went like straight linear. And then there was a chapter that tried to be kind of like hide and seek horror esque. And it just th- like after the game came out, they patched all of that. And like, I'm pretty sure the the way the game plays in that second half is different now than it was when it came out and what I played, because there was so much, I don't want to say backlash, but like negative conversation about it at the time. That and I think no one like the combat was clearly a prototype for what they would end up doing in seven remake. Uh, but seven remakes, the combat is really, really good. And from what I have heard, like the combat in 15 was pretty flat. Yeah. And they swapped. Well, I don't want to say they swapped. It's probably a Japanese thing, but the attack and like the block or dodge or whatever were flipped from what most games are. And that's just a nitpick I have. That that that's fair. Yeah, no, you will find though we all have if our our, our RPG episode that just went up is uh, evident that we also have despite we also have very different opinions we, on things. We do. 
We do. I don't know why we're the same opinions. It'd be a really boring podcast. That's true. But remember, pour one out for Madden 20, the 11th greatest RPG. I I almost (laughs) downloaded Madden this week. It was on Game Pass, like whatever, whichever one's most recent. And I almost did it. And then I clicked on it and like the store aired out and. That was more at like fixing whatever the error was was more effort than I wanted to put into like investigating is Madden actually a good RPG? Yeah, because it started out as a joke, and then the more we talked about it, the more we talked ourselves into like maybe Madden is an RPG. Maybe we should give it a shot. (laughs) So, did any of you guys have any questions uh, about cosplay before we move on to this to the main topic? What is cosplay? That I mean, I was actually going to ask this one because I have been curious because every once in a while I'll be like, you know, an entire set of Beskar armor from the Mandalorian will be red. How do you go around making your various outfits? Like what kind of what what's the process of how that? do you go around making it? <laughs> <laughs> I phrase things weirdly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh I have to really want it is the first thing. I have to really, really want to do it. Other than that, I don't, God, I don't know. I guess I kind of like map it out in my head more than like a lot of people draw it out or write it down. And I kind of just like, okay, this will work, I think. And then I wing it. And that's it. But you make <laughs> most of your stuff, right? I Yeah, most of my older stuff, uh, pretty much anything since quarantine, I haven't really made anything. But I, I have made a lot of my older stuff, yeah. But I like I also, I think I've only used a dress form for one of my cosplays. That was extremely helpful. And then I have bought a pattern for another one of my cosplays from another cosplayer who already made, obviously, the cosplay before. And that worked out really well as well. But everything else I've made has been trial and error i usually start big and and then make it smaller and so i typically to to be fair i'm also talking about um fabric because i don't typically work with foam or anything like that yet hopefully i'll get into that one day but yeah foam stuff is a lot more math than i want to do (laughs) a lot more math and then drawing times and then also figuring out how to like coat stuff and everything but uh, so far, what I've done is I've bought a couple books from other cosplayers I know that have worked with the materials, and they have a bunch of tutorials and things on how to do that. And they also have videos up and stuff. So when I do launch into that, that will be the methods that I'll be using. And I will, I don't like wasting materials. So that's the only reason I've never started. But yeah, I, I will definitely lean heavily on everybody else's failures so that I have none. That smart. Solid, solid plan. So, uh, do you have any like cosplays that you're really like looking forward to do at eventually, or like ones that are on kind of your wish list of like I'd I'd love to do this one day? So there, I'm sure you guys know of Genshin. I'm not sure if anybody here plays a Genshin Impact, but Joe's big into Genshin Impact. That's like his game of the year. I, how do you play WoW and Genshin? Excuse me. I don't play Genshin. That Tom, <laughs> okay. don't don't believe half the things Tom says about me. Probably he, more than half. He has one love, and that love is WoW, and that's all. In all it's he like, has room in his life for. That does not compute. That does not compute. You can't play Genshin. No, in WoW. I I know a lot of WoW players who play Genshin, and it doesn't sound do they like do something. anything else like i'm not no. trying to you know be mean but god no they think i some of the discords i'm in like it's a fair number of people who either have like part-time jobs or in school like they have the ability to be a little more shut in um yeah, but yeah just trying so, to play wow on a full-time job is 
enough. I know. That's why, like, that's one reason actually why I said, not a segue, but like, side here. Uh, that's one reason why I stopped playing it mostly is because I was working over 40 hours at one point, my last job, and I was like, there's no way I have time for anything like that. So I fell off yeah. after that. But um, yeah, so Rosaria actually just came out like, what, three days ago? I To anybody who knows of Genshin anyway. And, oh God, she's a, she's an assassin nun. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> well, I don't know if she's actually an assassin. I actually don't really know that much about her lore yet because I haven't played in like two days since she's came out really. But she's hot and I'm there for the waifus. <laughs> <laughs> a nun assassin. All right. Yeah. Oh, God, she's so cool. That's that's one of the things I'm her and there's another one named Beto uh, who has like a giant claymore and I'm all for a well she's not small I'm small she's not small but I'm all for a small chick with a giant sword so I'm extremely excited for both of those I'm just for for swords I mean that's 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 the for sure well that's awesome no I'm just curious. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. I was about to say, and those are those are video game cosplays, so I do fully uh, understand. Those are going to take me a long time to make, unfortunately. Well, it's just the detail. I'm always so put off by the detail. It makes me anxious because I don't want it to not be perfect. But that's my own that's my own personal feelings on it. But anyway, yeah, that's all I had to say. Uh, I was just going to say, looking at some of the Genshin Impact characters you played, I'm like, maybe I should play this because they look like Fire Emblem, and I like Fire Emblem a lot. Don't do it. Do you also like Breath of the Wild? Don't do it. <laughs> I that do too. love Breath of the Wild. It's yep. a free-to-play game, Caleb. It's uh, right up like... Free-to-play until you start <laughs> not making it yeah, free. Yes, calling gotcha free-to-play is like... Uh... It's technically free to walk into a casino. You'd like ah, exactly. That is true. As long as you just <laughs> you put technically pennies drink in the slot machine, free. they yeah. yeah, they do. That's what I tell myself every time. You start with the penny slots, and then you quickly move to blackjack. Yes. See that? I just watched the Martin Scorsese movie Casino, and now I'm like, nope. nope. Okay, but that's that. that's a little bit different than what we've got. So. I mean, it's the same basic concept. They're just gambling with their lives instead of you know, Fair. twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, you could argue yeah. that when you play Genshin, or even WoW for that matter, you're gambling with your life in a way. Mm. I, you uh, waste it in some instances. Wow. No, that wasn't Getting an attack. Deep. Oh my god, that wasn't an attack on Joe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I was just thinking like, we're getting deep and philosophical on today's episode of Level Playing Field. No, that was perfect. That was. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to to remain invested in gacha games because it's like the only point that I want to even play Genshin and why I haven't played in two days is because I literally just want to collect them all. Other than that, like I would only log on for dailies and get off, and I hate dailies, which is another reason I don't play WoW anymore. Yes, yeah, I I don't miss having to do this. <laughs> I should probably not play then because I have this fun story. I'm sure I've told on the podcast sometime before where like my parents didn't le didn't let me play Pokemon or do Pokemon stuff when I was a kid. And I asked like, was it because of the same reasons everyone else was kind of like weird about Pokemon in the 90s? And they're like, no, you just were really annoying and very obsessed with it. Like it was <laughs> just you got really into like, I got to get all the toys and everything. And they're like, ah, we got tired of that really fast. <laughs> I mean, I you can totally see your parents saying that you would have had the all 151 like I that is actually another reason why I can't I have a couple Pokemon games now because I'm an adult, but they're, they're... <laughs> that, that doesn't go together. Got adult money on yeah. younger but people stuff. It's OK, Caleb. I'm, I was the same way about WoW. 
I, I grew up in a house that was very like anti-WoW because it's like if you play WoW, you're going to become addicted to it and like drop out of school and like move on, ruin your life. And so there was a moment, I think I was a senior in high school and may have... I can't remember if I was 17 or 18. I think I was 18 and had that like, okay, I'm an adult now. I can do this thing. So and you was really I was expecting, like I was really expecting more resistance. And I was just, they were just like, yeah. Didn't come out of his room for a week. <laughs> that was, that's, that's always the funny thing about getting old enough with your parents to do stuff like that. Like, I'm going to do that. Like, I remember when I'm like, I'm watching the Simpsons and they're like, yeah, okay. And like, ah, well, I thought there would be more of a discussion about this. Yeah, see, my my experience was the opposite. I was like the WoW dealer for half the people that I know. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, have you heard about WoW? You want to try yeah, it? Got I got a free trial. <laughs> I'd really like that zebra mount. If you would subscribe and get to level 10, that would be awesome. So, I also had that zebra mount. <laughs> Who'd you get in? <laughs> Probably one of my siblings. Maybe or my dad. dad. <laughs> The last thing I will say about Pokemon is one of the reasons I haven't really actually gotten into the games. I'll play them for a little bit and lose interest is because you can't actually get all 151. Like there are like, no, you have to know another human being and do these trades or go to these <laughs> events. I'm like, I want to buy the game and then I want to go around the entire map and get every stupid little critter you have in this in the programming thing. And then I want to be done. Like, I just want to catch them all and be done. Well, you could do what Nintendo wants you to do and buy two copies of the game. But, you know. I only do that for Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Fair. All right. Fair. Well, does anybody have any final things they want to ask Sid or any last things you want to touch on about your cosplay, Sid, before we move into our main topic? Joe? Joe, you have lots uh, of questions. All, all my questions were stolen by Caleb. <laughs> I was going to ask right, about, well, I was going to ask about like foams or fabrics, but that got covered. I mean, I didn't have any talk backup a little questions. bit more about that if you really wanted to. I do because foams foams are the things I've looked at that absolutely scare me. So I feel better that you you are also like I don't want to. Yeah, I I know a little bit, but I really don't know much, and it's just always scared me because it's 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 just like you know when you're cutting wood or something like that. If you cut it a little bit too short, that's it's wasted now. So you have to start over and then waste more material if you mess it up again. So uh, with fabric, it's you can make it smaller and then keep the excess until it fits right. That's why I tend more toward fabric, which it's always funny. If you ever talk to a cosplayer who works with foam, they're always like, foam is so much easier than fabric. And then, of course, me, who has started with fabric, fabric is so much easier than foam. So we all are always opposite. We always say the opposite. So, I mean, there are people out there that think foam's super, super easy. I guess it's because after a while it's cut and dry. Like, it's probably the same process over and over, my inexperienced self would say. You just do the same things over, whereas fabric, you have to work with different types, and most foam is always going to be the same, though, so. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, because I've fallen down, like, rabbit holes on YouTube or something. I forget where it was, but, like, watching people make uh monster hunter cosplays which <laughs> out of foam and it's just like it blows my mind how great like they just make it look so easy like all every cosplay video i've ever watched just makes it look super easy and i'm just like that is a skill set i cannot even imagine yeah <laughs> like, it's it's true everybody makes it look so easy and i've always so i've wanted to more recently kind of look into making youtube videos for things but 
I'm just going to be so real about it. I'm going to be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is the process that I, <laughs> this is the process that I took to make this thing. And if you want to follow along, I guess you can. Because I have people ask, like, how did you make that? And I'm like, do you really want to know? Because <laughs> it's not helpful. <laughs> I completely winged everything. Because I am also uh, self-taught with a sewing machine and all that stuff. I literally learned it as I went. Um, mm. And my biggest trick is not cutting anything until it fits properly and then I cut off the excess. Other than that, yeah. Uh, foam cannot be done that way. <laughs> cool. I think that about wraps that up. Let's go ahead and move into our main topic for this episode. So our main topic for this episode is just kind of, you know, our monthly recap we do of what we've been playing lately. And Sid, as our guest, would you rather go first or would you rather not go first? I want to go last. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll start with somebody else. Joe, what the hell have you been playing since you didn't put it in the dock? <laughs> uh, Besides WoW. Not, say nothing I haven't talked about already. So you you just can... kind of been doing the same stuff, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Play WoW, play League with Eric. You should have bought uh, Madden 21 or whatever the Tom Brady edition, and then you'd have something interesting to talk about. A follow-up. Well, I, I well, told you. I saw it on Game Pass. I don't know what Game I mean Pass by interesting. Like, came very close, <laughs> and then, like I said, the, the store, like, you know, hit that. I hit the, you know, add to library or whatever, and they did the whole unexpected error, and that was as much as I wanted to look into it. Well, um, not to mention, I, I, I'm not sure how the Xbox works, but those those sports games take up a lot of lot of data. They take up a lot of space. They do. It was that probably it was not doesn't a small change download. from system to system. Um, yeah. Well. Also, that's why PC Master Race. <laughs> we already have Joe. We don't. We don't need. <laughs> I'm still gonna say it. PC Master Race. I it's could fair. talk about a game I might play because that's are there that's the are there I new developments in WoW or League. <laughs> has there been anything new there or is it just like you played the same What's game the no, nine point yeah 9.1 is uh still far off and wow so i am i'm full on raid logging at this point like i log in for my two nights to do raid i log in to do my one weekly dungeon and then that's about it and then i spend the rest of my time like leveling a mage which is really like half paying attention to wow well um falling down a YouTube rabbit hole of Dark Souls 2 critiques. <laughs> so are you are you excited about in about a month when you get to play a new game with me? Uh yes. You looking forward to that? Yeah. Oh. Well, and I've I've been tempted to get Outriders cuz a lot it's of on it's Game like Pass. Free. It's not <laughs> so... on PC Game Pass. Oh, what was that about Master Race? No. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um so the 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 debate in my head has been like it's probably going to come eventually like i i imagine mm -hmm. that it's just a timed exclusive so it's that like i could just wait and not have to well i'm paying for it but like not directly they always come eventually or you know jump in now while like everyone i play wow with is talking about like oh outriders is actually good because the demo didn't look good the demo came out and was kind of panned but apparently yeah like, i full game is worthwhile 
I downloaded it or I started it this morning and played for a few hours just enough to kind of get into the game. And yeah, it I feel like it would be a good time, like if the three of us got on and, and played together. But like the, the story was I was like, why can't I skip this cut scene? Like it's one of those <laughs> where Can you I really didn't care. I I could for some of them, but some I think were hiding loading screens. Oh, okay. Because I was going to so say, like, I've, I've played a few hours of of uh, Outriders as well. And I just, I'm vibing with the guy who's who's like the main character. Like I did a mission and he like showed up and there was this girl that was being held captive. And he was like, I mean, like cool that we ended up saving you. But like, I really wasn't here to do that. Like, that's just kind of cool though. And like, everyone just keeps telling him he's doing a good job. And I was just like... What is what is this game? What is going on? Like the guy is very just like I don't really care. I have no <laughs> I'm just here trying to make sense of this and I was like mood. Like that's What what very, class did you pick, Dylan? Uh whatever the time the time lord one was. I forget the what trickster? it was. Trickster? Yeah, that one. Oh, so we picked the same one. That's not very exciting. To I mean, can't really talk about. <laughs> I almost went with the tank one, but I was like, nah, I like this kind of teleporty sneaky roguish one or whatever so that, that that's pretty cool but yeah maybe we'll have more to talk about that game next month when we do this episode we'll see if if we can get joe on board there's supposed to be cross play but it's like not with pc though so. turned off right now well they're supposed to be oh well, yeah like console like, cross play works right now but pc cro- uh, yeah they have it doesn't they have it shut down because there's like a bunch of they're having a bunch of issues with it. So eventually, theoretically, we could all play together on whatever consoles slash PC, but not right now. So, Caleb, what about you? What you've been playing besides the sneaky cheese game? <laughs> you waited until I took a bite of cheese. It was intentional. Yeah, the listeners love that, so I figured I'd get chew it, to it them. into the microphone, Caleb. Your, your mouth is don't. too far away from it right now. <laughs> I was gonna, trying I'm to be eject polite. Dylan from the call. <laughs> it um, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so I have been playing Chrono Trigger and Fits and Spurts. It, it it works very well as a game that you can play for like thirty minutes here, thirty minutes there. Uh, similar to what I've been told Dragon Quest games are like, but I haven't gotten, I have two of those and I haven't gotten to either of them yet. The main thing I've actually been playing this week is a bit of a deep cut for, for video games, but very much up my alley. It is, <clears throat> someone made a fan remaster remake of uh, the Lego Rock Raiders game. Longtime listeners will have probably picked up that I, I absolutely adore Lego, just anything Lego. I love uh, it's a shared thing on this podcast. We, we, yeah, I was going to say, kinda, you're not alone. Yeah, we, we all kind of grew up playing with Legos, building Legos. I still, every once in a while, buy. I just got a new... Well, my big purchase of last year was I got a... I broke down and finally got the Lego pirate ship I had always wanted as a child. But Lego video games now are kind of like, yeah, it's Lego Star Wars reskinned over and over again with different things. They used to be a lot weirder. And one of the games they made back in the 90s, 1999 to specific... <laughs> was based on a somewhat obscure line of theirs called Rock Raiders, where it was just the this, this scenario wouldn't necessarily fly today. It's about these guys who go to a different planet and just like harvest ores and crystals from the planet's surface. It's basically like a mining, but science fiction mining, yeah. and they they were the bad guys in the Avatar movie. So. Yeah, basically, <laughs> but like portray, but like from their perspective and played completely straight. 
There were some like cool sets. I never got any of the sets. I just had the game. But the game was actually really interesting because it was basically Baby's first like the game they call- compared it to is a Dungeon Keeper, but it it's the same kind of vibe as StarCraft. It's a real-time strategy game. You basically have a small base you start with, you send out some guys, you get materials, you build up your base, you can explore further, you have different goals of materials you have to get or people you have to rescue in each section, but it is basically an RTS with less of a focus on combat and more of a focus on exploration and harvesting materials, that sort of stuff. As a kid, I was bad at it, but I enjoyed it very, very much. And a group, they they have their game up at itch.io. It's called Manic Miners. It is 100% just a remaster of uh, the old Rock Raiders game. Looks much nicer, uh, new textures, new all that sort of stuff. It, it top to bottom, but it's it's a lot of fun. It was very nostalgic to like boot it up, and it's like, oh yeah, no, I remember this level select screen or this how this game plays, how it rolls. I even actually like right off the bat, kind of could remember vaguely like how to do some of the things without having to go through the tutorials and like have it explained to me like, oh yeah, if you click on one of the Rock Raider guys and then you pull out this menu, you can actually go to like a third person over the shoulder or first person thing and you actually control one little unit with your uh, keyboard and can could wander around as him. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember it's not very productive, but you can do that and that's cool. But no, it's just, it's a game I find really fun because I like that kind of loop of you start off with a small base and you go harvest materials and you kind of build up and upgrade different things until eventually you've got like these massive drilling uh, vehicles that you can go send out or you train your rock raiders to do different things and you have monsters come attack your base that you have to fight off it it's it's that sort of thing that's not it's not like an amazing 10 out of 10 masterpiece or anything but it was something i very much enjoyed as a kid and it's Nowadays, it's kind of like charming and you don't see stuff like it anymore. I I guess the closest comparison would be something like Minecraft Dungeons, where it takes like, it uses the excuse of, it's a thing that's popular with kids to do like, hey, kids, this is kind of what a Diablo is, but not really. It's the same sort of idea of like, hey, kids, you don't know what StarCraft is unless you have a cool older brother. But (laughs) this is, this is that. So it's like a, like a popular genre franchise with like a child skin over it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah but there's enough variations from like the popular fan it doesn't just feel like starcraft with lego skin it feels like something genuinely kind of different and i did mm-hmm. that yeah I, I actually didn't remember this game until caleb brought it up because i played it a bunch as a same as a child as well and i before we started the episode, because if I had tried to do it during the episode, it would just like crash my internet. But I downloaded it um, from itch.io <laughs> to install after this. Um, oh, nice! But it's uh, yeah, it's it's a re- it's a like a lot of nostalgia. It's perhaps a deeper cut than the Majesty because I think it came out before Majesty did. Um, it came out in 1999. When did Majesty hit? We should 2000. know. It was the official. Okay. Yeah, 2000 or 2001. I I didn't remember this game at all until you started like playing that clip behind you on for for the video of viewers. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that Lego game I used to play at Caleb's house." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You guys had that game. I never had it, but I used to play it when we when I'd go over there. That yeah, that's that's a very unique and interesting pull, Caleb. I'm proud yes. of you. Good. That's good a cool job. game. I'm probably going to end up downloading it too after we get get off of here and giving it a shot. So I'm going to go next and it's going to lead into Dylan's because ours have a 
good bit of overlap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last few weeks of school have just been completely destroying me. So when I have free time, I've been playing the remaster of Spider-Man since I finally got my PS5. Uh, I thought I should play that version to maybe see if I can acclimate myself with the dumb looking Peter Parker that they put in there. Still don't like him. Still, still don't think it, it fits as well, but, uh, the game is amazing. The remaster 60 frames, ray tracing, all that fun stuff. The little bit of, you know, feedback, the triggers give you all that. The PS five stuff is cool and it's still just a really good game it's something i play like when the kids awake because one it's you know a t rating two it's pausable which the other game that i'm going to talk about you can't pause and she loves spider-man right now so that's been really fun although speaking to that t rating right before like earlier today before getting on here i played through the section where jefferson davis gets killed at at the like osborne rally spoiler and that's that's a pretty intense section for a T game. Like it's pretty heavy. Like bodies are falling. People are being killed. Miles is like in the thick of it looking for his dead dad. Like it's like there's this is hard T. <laughs> there's it's kind of funny to me. Like the, the breaking point. Cause M it, M is very different in games than R is for movies. Like M rated games can go anywhere from like really extreme to like a PG 15. Like, there, there's some M-rated games that's like, yeah, it's barely qualifies. Like, uh, I, specifically, I'm thinking of the first modern, like, the original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is like, I guess, but, you know, there's, it doesn't really feel like it. But T is even more funny to me, because it's like, T is sometimes like, Super Smash Brothers is T. Yeah. Also, so is Uncharted 2. And it's like, that's weird. I feel like the the Peggy system works better than I think our ESRB or whatever, where it's like they just put like an age on it, Peggy 14, Peggy 18, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that's been fun. Uh, I, like I just mentioned where I'm at in that game. It, oh, the, the really the best thing that I've done playing through it this time is I've used some of the accessibility features where I don't have to mash buttons for mm. quick time events. I just hold it down. So that's awesome. And then I can skip all the hacking mini games and stuff that come up. So like uh, the game is even better now. Yeah, it's now an 11 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you say that because I did that when I played through Miles because we had to do the spoiler cast and I had to finish it. I switched it to that difficulty and Miles doesn't have the hacking mini games, but it was the same where like the the button mashing was just gone. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to do this for all of them now. Yeah, because you know the the like the crimes where you have to stop the speeding car and like you have to yep. like, mash square really fast for him to like set it down gently. Otherwise, otherwise it like lands on him. Those like I had failed those fifty percent of the time, and I thought I was going to destroy my DualShock Four playing through the original. And this one, you just like hold it down, boom! <laughs> like every time, it's a perfect execution of that quick time event. So I'm I'm really enjoying that feature. That's, the other yeah. game I've been playing. I've never talked about this game on the podcast. Nobody's nope. ever heard me say these words before. Bloodborne. <laughs> what? It's a game I've never mentioned, uh, but it's different this time because I'm playing through it co-op. So Dylan and I have been doing, we have, I rolled a new character along with, it was your first character at the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so those two characters, we've been like pretty much exclusively playing together in less there's like certain areas or characters you can only interact with solo. We'll do those kind of on our own, but like, like I, 
I asked which character that was because Dylan's already created like three more characters since then. <laughs> yeah. So for those specifically, we've been going through it co-op and it's such a different experience and it's not, I wouldn't say it's better because you do lose a lot of the kind of horror aspects, I think of the game, but it is really fun being able to go through it together. And like, whereas he, a few weeks ago, we were talking about dark souls three. Dylan was kind of like my guide through dark souls three. Now the roles are reversed where I'm kind of guiding him through bloodborne and occasionally leaving things out to where he can be like, Whoa, what the hell just happened? You know that, but in general being like, all right, so we're about that. to fight. Yeah, <laughs> we're about to fight this boss. It's going to do this thing. You want to try to, get behind it and do this like those kind of pointers that if you play solo you either have to consult a guide or just kind of figure out although we've what last night right it was last night we've started the dlc which is new content for me and obviously new content for dylan as well so we're going through that together and we've both (laughs) we've died a lot more yes we've died a lot more getting to that first boss in the DLC than we did throughout the main game up to this point. But it's been a lot of fun. I've talked about Bloodborne a ton. So I'm going to pass the baton to you, Dylan, to kind of pick up with that and then go into, I'm sure, the the game you're really wanting to talk about. Yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying Bloodborne a lot more than I thought I would just because I have played through like all three dark souls games and i really love those and so i was like okay bloodborne it's like a different style you don't have a shield you know that sort of thing like i don't know like it it seems like a very different play style and i guess in my head i thought it was going to be more like sekiro which i tried very briefly i'll mention that uh, as one of the other games that i've played this week i tried very briefly to restart sekiro and see if i was any better at it and i still am absolutely trash at it and so I, I thought it was going to be closer to that than it actually was. And so I do have a quick question. Yes. Are your hands burning while you hold the DualShock 4? Because you're such an Xbox fanboy. I'm curious if the, the PlayStation controller is like actively like irritating your skin or if it turns out you're just being dramatic. Um, I mean, it's definitely the inferior controller. I will say that, um, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I um, would agree with that. I I have grown up with offset sticks, and so when they put them both side by side, I'm just like, why though? Like, <laughs> offset felt so much better. So that that has been an adjustment, and uh, there have been multiple times throughout playing Bloodborne where I'm like, okay, which button am I supposed to hit? Like. They all have shapes on them now. Okay, that's <laughs> like it, it's been it's been a, a little bit of a translation. And and like Andrew had mentioned, we were playing um, Dark Souls three uh, before we started playing Bloodborne, and so the button to heal is different than in Dark Souls three. And so there was a a large adjustment period there where it was like. I am pressing the button to heal and nothing is happening. What's going on? And so uh, that's that's been fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I really like sort of the cosmic horror Lovecraftian style of games. Anything that's got that in it is like, I'll probably at least download it and try it. And so Bloodborne is very much that. And it does it very, very well. And and I, I like the combat system. Like this most recent, it, it actually wasn't that big of a transition as I thought it was going to be coming from Dark Souls to Bloodborne because when I was going through 
Dark Souls 3 again with Andrew, I played a character who, like, I didn't have a shield and I relied more on, like, just dodging and rolling around. And that is very much what Bloodborne wants you to do. And so it was a lot easier to kind of get into that mindset and, and do that. And so. When you've said that Bloodborne shares a lot of ideas, it sounds like, with Dark Souls 2, which mm-hmm. is kind of your favorite yeah. of the trilogy. So. Yeah, there, there's a lot of crossover. Like, you can see how a lot of the ideas that they had with Dark Souls 2 are more perfected in, in Bloodborne. Um, and I think that's really cool. And, and like getting a chance to kind of play around in that. And just like the atmosphere of the game is very interesting and very cool. I am a fan of sort of that gothic horror vibe. And so this this game is one of the best ones that I've seen do it. And so, but yeah, really enjoying it. Really, really having a lot of fun. It's definitely not as crazy and as in depth either. Like it, it, it feels more manageable to learn. Like yeah, dark- I think it focuses more on like that atmosphere and that mood and that uh, Lovecraftian thing that it's trying to do versus all of the different. Like it simplifies a lot of the gameplay to more effectively focus on that factor of the game. I feel like um, Caleb, it's free on the PS <laughs> Plus collection. You know, if you wanna, you wanna jump in. I might can, just buy it. We Hang can on. run you through it. We can co-op you through it if you need us to. We can get you completed so we can. I we probably can talk about will. Because I did borrow it from from andrew a while back i'm sure he remembers that uh before right before he actually got into it he's like i couldn't get into this i'm like i want to try it and i <laughs> right I, I did for a week and he's like i've actually been hankering to to uh to do that again and and then yeah we all know how that went um <laughs> but I, I i might just pick it up at some point soon well if you shot. do let us know so that we can uh i mean if you want to go through it solo that's totally fine too but we can all definitely do some co-op stuff because this is the thing I learned when I tried it while you lent it to me, is that I dug the heck out of its atmosphere. I thought it was really well designed. I, I played it for about two weeks and realized I will never get farther than this first street. I will, it's just, I will live on this first street for the rest of my life. That's what you think, but that first street is the hardest part of the game. So once you get past that, it's still hard, but it's manageable. Once you get past that, you're still going to die a bunch. You know, there is no escape. But you understand better why but yeah so that's been really cool but dylan you touched on it last week you teased it you complained about gamestop but now you've had the game you've been playing the game you should be the happiest man in the world tell us about monster hunter rise yeah so monster hunter rise like the the short version is uh we can we can go ahead and do the game of the year episode today if you know right after this if we need oh it's bloodborne Um, no cool no so yes uh I, after finally getting the game, I, I've been able to just like, I haven't had a, a huge chance to play it because I've been busy with school stuff a lot this past week. So I played a little bit of Bloodborne, a little bit of Monster Hunter, but I've really been enjoying uh, Monster Hunter Rise a lot, which should really, I guess, be no surprise because it really just kind of builds on what Monster Hunter World did. And I played Monster Hunter World for like 300 something hours. Uh, I was going to say, I think <laughs> so, I have like like two questions yes one is do you like what from what i've heard it's more focused you you get to the hunts faster you the the like what is it like a zip uh not a zip line a, like a 
grappling hook kind of thing. What do they call it? I, Whatever that mechanic yeah. is that they introduced, like that has made the game feel a lot more um, quick, I guess, and even in combat and stuff. And then, so do you, do you like that change from world where it's kind of like get into the action quicker, traverse the, the levels quicker, be able to recover from hits quicker, that kind of thing. And also it being a switch game, how does it run? How does it compare to the console game? That was world stuff like that. I know you're not the best person to ask cause you don't see frames and graphics yeah. don't matter, but yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, a couple of things. So yes, it's it's definitely a different game than World. So I, I've only really dabbled in some of the earlier Monster Hunter games because World was like the first one I really jumped into. But all the other games have been on handheld consoles and have been designed more so for like an on-the-go, like jump in, jump out sort of thing. Uh, World was the first one. I felt like that was a little bit more intense than that. And so this gets back to more of it being sort of jump in, jump out on the go sort of thing. It's definitely a lot quicker. Um, they've done that a couple of different ways. The first is that previously on all the other handheld games, this was a change from world. Like world was the first one to do it. Like there were no loading screens in the previous ones. It was like different, like interconnected pieces, but you would have to go through a load uh, similar to like what you would do in like a Zelda game of old. Yeah, um, right. And so that to me made it drag a little bit. But so Rise is the first like handheld one that lets you just kind of go anywhere from the the very beginning, like with no load screens, which is or well, like once you load into the map, there's no load screens in between areas. Right. Secondly, they added. So in all the other games have had like your your Palico, which is like your little cat person that helps you out, which is awesome. Um, this one added a Palamute, which is like a dog that helps you out and so you can ride your dog into like combat and everything and so sid are you taking notes for future cosplays (laughs) you got a dog and a cat (laughs) what is that supposed to mean i mean there's monster hunters just ripe for like it's hot right now (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think i will ever be tackling a monster hunter cosplay again too much detail for me too much well so if I'm just thinking of their outfits in the Monster Hunter games. If you're you're like, I don't know about foam, and I'm just thinking like the shoulder pads on those suits of armor alone. Yeah. Yeah. Anxiety inducing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like it's it's a and that's something that's been a big change from World uh to is like in World, one of the complaints by like it wasn't a complaint of mine, but like a lot of people's complaint was that the weapons didn't vary enough. Like you kind of had like your bone sword and then like how they changed it a lot of times was like, we have a little bit of like this monster skin on it or something like that. But like the model itself stayed the same. Um, And like the armor too, they complained that like it wasn't that like crazy. And so this game has definitely gone a little bit back to older games where like there is a lot more variance in weapons and armor which is really cool but yeah so it's it's easier though to get to the monsters i forget what they call it's like the zip bug or the zip line or something like that too which lets you kind of zip around the map a little bit faster and it adds like a a move set to your weapon um wire bug wire bug 
That's what ah, it is. That, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. And so that's really fun. And so there's there's a lot of ways to like get in, get out. Also, like you don't have to find the monster anymore. It automatically appears on your map once you've explored the map. And so like in the old games, you would have to like track them track down yeah. where the monster was, which I did like, but also like the way that they're doing this game, the way that they're trying to make it is like you could theoretically like play this on the way to work or something like that if you had some internet connectivity because it's, it's mobile or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you have to have internet connectivity to play it? So like if you were, uh, you you can play solo. on a plane or something. Yeah, you could can, you just go into a hunt and you can play solo. Um, okay, but if you wanted to play it multiplayer, like it's not like you're committing. Like some of the hunts in Monster Hunter World would end up pushing like. 45 minutes to an hour or something like that and so this one is very much like i think the longest i've ever taken on a monster was like 18 minutes and a lot of that was because i was just like exploring the map as well and so it's definitely Sounds like i might like this one better than world yeah it's definitely a lot easier to like get into and and they have like the 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 story the the thin threads of it that there are um, <laughs> because it is just a, a game about like here's a giant monster fight it and see what the cool armor looks like um but the 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 thin story is like there are monsters rampaging and so what that translates to in the game is like a sort of tower defense sort of thing which is really uh, cool yeah um, i heard about that and so like they're they're come like you're defending a gate and the monsters are coming in and you set up like little turrets for the people of the village to like man and shoot the monsters while you're down there, like swinging around your your giant sword or whatever, which is super fun. And then you can also kind of like take over some of the, the turrets as well. And that, and I've only gotten a chance to do one of those because so far in the story, I've only encountered one, Uh, but that's been a lot of fun too. The, the other thing that I like is they have, I haven't confirmed this, but I think they pretty much took all of the monsters that were in world I think all of them pretty much are in Monster Hunter Rise and they've added some extra like monster skeletons so that they have a bunch of different types of monsters that weren't in Rise before or weren't in Monster Hunter World. So like at at some point, like you had the big lizard in World, you have the the flying monster in World and then you had like the fish monster in world and then a couple of other variations on like that basic thing that was slightly different and skinned right. differently this there's way more variation in the types of monsters that you can have which is really cool and shockingly it like i was surprised about like it world definitely looks better i do kind of miss that part of it cuz it is running on a switch at this point but right. load time wise you're in and out and like, I don't think I've had a load that's lasted longer than like 10 seconds. Um, I've heard the load times were like ridiculously good, especially for switch. And I don't, I don't understand how they made them that good because it is a very like technically impressive game for the switch. I don't, I don't understand how the loads are that quick and it's docked and undocked. Like it's not just like, Oh, I've played it docked and that the loads are really quick there. It was like, even when I'll, you know, play it before bed or something undocked, it's still very quick. And and so that's been really cool too. Cause that that was the point where I got to in in world where I started to drop off on it before I got the Series X was like playing it on my base Xbox, like you started hitting loads that were like two minutes long. <laughs> um right. Towards the end of that game's life cycle. 
And so it was just kind of like, okay, like if I have time to like browse Reddit for two, two minutes, like this is a little ridiculous. And now it's just like, as soon as you click it, you're pretty much just in the level, which has been awesome. But I'm really enjoying it. I fished a little bit more, Joe, because I knew you'd ask about it. So the fishing still holds up a lot. They've added some new fish from World. So like there's there's a lot of different types that you can now catch. Um, but uh, but yeah, still still super good. Still enjoying it. So and and I'm looking forward to playing more of this. And at this point, looking ahead to like what's coming down the pipeline for the rest of this year we've had a lot of delays so i don't know 100 percent, but like looking at what's coming down the line i don't know that i personally don't think there's going to be a game that overtakes monster hunter rise as like my game of the year for this year so not even halo infinite (laughs) well you'll remember that i i counterpicked halo infinite because i think halo infinite's probably not gonna well, I, I really hope it meets expectations. I'm very worried that it's not going to, though. Right. So, well, I'm, I am I'm worried that it will meet the expectations I have for it. <laughs> okay, Sony. Rude. Sony fanboy over there. I'm, I'm excited to, to hear you talk about Monster Hunter once you've gotten to the end, because from what I've heard, this is like a shorter game, like still long, but like a shorter experience and like the end game content's not there yet. Yeah, well, because, yeah, that's that's another thing is like I've been playing. I played World for like its entire life cycle. And so constantly for like two years after World came out, they were adding new monsters and new content, and new events like every month. And so I'm sure that they will sh- do the same for this game. Um, There's already an update supposed to come out this month. I think mm-hmm. a pretty substantial. Yeah, one. it's yeah, it's changing a few things. It's bringing at least one new monster, and I think it's adding some like event, like seasonal event type things. So cool. Well, do you guys remember that we have an awesome guest on this episode, Sid? <laughs> what the hell have you been playing lately? This is going to be extremely underwhelming. <laughs> extremely. You say that, but Joe hadn't played anything new. He's like, I could talk about something I might play. Somehow still underwhelming? Uh, <laughs> Lay it on me. What you got? So I do hop around from game to game a lot. I actually haven't been super interested in playing any games on my own lately. So anything I play is typically on stream. And um, I've also been extremely fortunate lately to finally find a group of people that I can generally always find somebody to play something with. So we're always hopping around and stuff, but uh, on stream. Well, if you ever want to play Bloodborne. Actually. (laughs) So that's one of my stream goals is to play Dark Souls 2. Oh, but it's all right. to me, it's, the it's choice. The to me, it's one. not a <laughs> to me, it's not a stream goal. It's actually a punishment. <laughs> uh, so because I'm going to be horrible at it and I'm not looking forward to it. My my chat, they want to see me fail because it's hilarious. So that's how it's going to be. I'm going to be failing. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. It is the kindest of the Dark Souls. So. That makes me feel a little bit better, but yeah, other than that... Is it the one that takes away your max health every time you die? It's also the one that if you kill something enough, it stops spawning. (laughs) You're guaranteed to make progress eventually. Sid heard that part and was just like, games can do that? Why? Why would you do that? 
Either way, I'm excited to watch this stream. I, no, please, God, don't. I hope nobody watches. <laughs> I hope that's the night that everybody just is like super busy and they're like, okay, I can't now, make it. <laughs> if if you summon Dylan into your game, you'll look like an expert. I highly doubt that. You guys have apparently made it to DLC of some sort, so like, there's no way. I probably, as uh, I believe Caleb, was it Caleb said, I think, I probably won't make it past that first street or something similar, so. Yep, that was, yep. I, let's see, I, so this was like a, a little while ago, but I played Outlast, just the regular first Outlast, and I hate scary games, and I didn't make it far in that one, so I, I'm I right have, there with you on that one. I, I haven't, and that was, that was one of my stream goals, so I really don't think that, um. Why don't you set goals that are more fun? Well, because, <laughs> you know, it's fun for the people that are watching. Right. <laughs> if I'm See, not enjoying I... myself, it's fun. <laughs> that's what we keep telling Andrew. Like, that's why you got to play Resident Evil 8 when it comes out, uh, man. You got to. It's actually, fun for the people. I kind of want to play that one. I, uh, I, one of my friends. Because of the tall vampire lady? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I've actually had people want me to play one of the other oh the remake oh i actually really want to play the remakes i grew up with the resident evil remakes or not the remakes but the the originals so i right. kind of i'm interested in anyway totally unrelated because i haven't played those recently uh way too scared got to the mr x part and i'm like no 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 <laughs> um but yeah so what i've actually been playing i guess i'm please don't laugh at me i've been playing among us <laughs> because i have it's a so group good. of people okay so thank god i was i was waiting yeah, no, for you guys if... to be like impressive if my sister was on this <laughs> this episode if she would have been able to make it that she would be right there with you she's she's in the discord like every other week it seems like trying to get people on to play some more among us so yeah i think among us was one of our like games of the year last year too right yep so. it's in, for what it for basically being a bunch like a couple of guys throwing together a mobile game this is an incredibly impressive like fun time yeah, I I do prefer playing with a group of people that I already know because there have been some times in the past, especially because I do con consistently stream it, there have been some times in the past that I've played with viewers and I've not had a very good time because they specifically uh, went straight for me every single time. So that, yeah, anyway, I like playing with a very <laughs> consistent group of people. Um, right. And that way, too, I don't know, like, I like being able to suss people out. Like, that makes me, even if I'm wrong, sometimes I'm a good third imposter. It, it's just really fun to be able to be like, I think I'm right. And people are like, you have no reason. And then I die. And then I'm like, it was that person that I sussed. Just feels good. Even if I'm dead. Other than that, <sighs> Raft... I like Raft a lot. I haven't actually gotten very far into it, but I've also just started relatively recently a world with one of the other people that I've been been playing with more on stream and everything. So we're starting to get more into the story, uh, which I actually hadn't previously done. And Joe, Raft has a story? Yeah. Uh, that is news to yeah, Aubrey and I what? have a, a Raft world and we're I mean, we haven't gotten super far because Raft doesn't get along with Aubrey's laptop, like, at all. Like, it's it's not a good time <laughs> for her to play. Like, it lags really bad. Yeah. But let me... Are we, are we memeing? Like, you guys didn't know there was a story? Or is this a meme? No, uh, I mean, no, I, I only play Raft... I played Raft a couple times with Aubrey and Joe, but in my defense, it was like a weekend. I had a couple drinks, <laughs> and I was not entirely certain what was going on. You were oh. just killing sharks, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, that's To what... be fair, it was a day that ends in Y. And... 
Yeah, I've got seven hours on Raft, and we last time we played, we were almost to like the end of the intro, and had started to realize that like there was more to the game. Because like for the first five or six hours, you're just like, okay, I'm on a raft. I'm gonna catch stuff with my hook, so I can build things, so I can catch more stuff with my hook. And there's this something's gonna catch, right? Yeah, I would say um, for the first five hours, you're absolutely just trying to survive, especially with the freaking shark, man. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was just like, oh, uh, we don't have any water. Okay, water. Uh, okay, now I need more food. And we're just running in circles. Uh, we did j- just get to the point, we built like some antenna on the raft, I think, and we're trying to follow coordinates from that i think's where we left off yeah that's gonna that's gonna start the actual story i myself haven't made it very far but i'm definitely enjoying it so far because i do understand if anybody's picked it up for a short amount of time they'd be like okay this is really boring like what else you do there's just endless ocean for the most part but yeah it definitely starts to get into some interesting things i couldn't tell you what but it seems pretty interesting anyway (laughs) (laughs) and then uh i guess one of my favorite games that I've been playing a lot more recently. Oh, well, there's also Genshin, but I don't know. Do I want to? Do you guys want me to talk about Genshin? Yeah, if you enjoy playing it, then yeah. I guess it's one, so. It's one that I've looked at picking up, and I. But like, I've never had anyone I could at, like who played it that could talk about it. So like, oh, I will talk I'd love about to it. hear from you what it's like so we can better make those decisions (laughs) so uh where do you play you play on pc yes yeah because i've heard it runs like crap or it ran like crap on the ps4 when it first came out yeah not sure that might be about that i know that there are also people that um like some of my friends that have played like on their phones and stuff and as far as i know they haven't had a lot of issues and if i'm correct because i haven't tried it myself i think you can actually play the same account between your phone and your pc or Maybe even, oh, cool. maybe tentatively, maybe all platforms. I might be wrong on that one. Genshin, though, I I really, I said it earlier, I really do just play it for the waifus. Like, that's the only reason I play it. It starts out really cool. It starts out with a really interesting story. Like, actually, no, the whole game has a has a good, like, investing story. There's, there's always something. And there's, like, if you have a favorite character, I think they're even working on giving them, like, more backstory, more sus, like, substance. But... I don't know. It gets it gets it gets grindy. It gets get on for your dailies and get your stuff kind of thing. And then you end up doing like the exact same, for lack of better term, dungeons over and over and over again. And they don't change. They don't change at mm. all. So you're doing the exact same thing over and over again. And you do that to grind mats and then you use the mats to level up your characters. And then it's kind of like at this point, it's to what end? The game for me when I first started was I wanted to explore everything. Like, that was it. The world is beautiful. The characters are beautiful. Again, the story itself is, like, really nice. Like, the base story is nice, but everything else after that, too, is just, like, for a free game, they put so much into it. It's astounding. Like, so much detail in every aspect as far as I'm I'm concerned. But it's the grinding that kind of has killed it for me. So I do get on, but it's mo- mainly only to like get the daily stuff so that I can eventually do my rolls, my gotcha rolls for my waifus, and that's it. That's why now I, I have don't a question. It, though. Did you did you have you played Breath of the Wild? No, I've seen it played, but I've not played it myself. Because you talk about like really wanting to explore and 
see everything and check all that out. And that's very much the like Breath of the Wild influence that that game has. And so I was curious if you had played that or if this was like your first experience with that, which would mean like if you had played Breath of the Wild and enjoyed it, would this feel like, oh, this they're just copying that versus if you if this was the if you hadn't played Breath of the Wild, it's like, oh, this is really fun to explore because it's kind of new to me and unique. So I was curious where you were coming from on that. If you had played Breath of the Wild it's really interesting. I do wish now that I had played Breath of the Wild because I would I would like to have an opinion on that. But I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen a little bit of Breath of the Wild played. I was possibly regretfully never a Zelda fan, but that's just because right, I, no, I didn't grow up with it <laughs> because right, my yeah. first game was Final Fantasy 13 or 10, 10 anyway. So yeah, I missed, I missed the train, but yeah, I, it looks beautiful. It looks fascinating. I've had many friends recommend it to me and I do sort of have an interest in it, but it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, I was never really into it before. Can I start now? And it's okay. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah. think, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that's the answer. I will say Breath I I am it's either me or Andrew who's the bigger Zelda nerd in the in this group but Breath of the Wild is a perfect if you've never played a single Zelda game don't care about them Breath of the Wild is the perfect place to just like I'll give it a shot A cuz it's a pretty like good starting point and B cuz it's so different from the other ones that you're actually going to have less of a hard time adjusting than some hardcore veterans are and it's it's like the I would say the number one game Dylan would probably disagree now that Monster Hunter Rise is out, but the number one game to buy a Switch for. Yeah. That's another thing is I haven't bought a console in years, uh, and I've always said that if I did buy another console, which, okay, wait, hold on a second. Pokemon Snap has got me really wanting a Switch. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it really well, when does. You, when you pull the trigger, when you pull the trigger on that Switch for Pokemon Snap, go ahead and grab Breath of the Wild, too. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Um. Yeah, that's one of that's that would be that and and definitely Pokemon Snap is probably one of my driving forces. But other than I've always said that if I were to get another console or anything like that, it would be uh VR. Okay. And you can use VR on PC too. So yeah. Kinda of, kind of still looking more toward that, but like when I heard Pokemon Snap was coming out, I was just Oh man, I was almost sold. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still th- I'm still thinking about it though. I uh, uh, my only two notes is one I almost if I couldn't have found a PS5 recently when I had the money I probably would have just gotten a VR something instead so I get that I even though I myself will get motion sick almost instantaneously I have that problem but I'm like I want to play Skyrim for real oh, um, oh no <laughs> oh no I'll get I'll throw up like five times and I'll be like I'm in Tamriel best um, day ever yeah no um the other thing i will say is i found it really funny when they announced the new pokemon snap or like when they were showing off more you know it was at the same time they announced the diamond and pearl remakes that everyone had been wanting and the kind of open world pokemon game that everyone had been wanting and like both of those got like really mixed receptions that like i don't know the diamond and pearl remakes don't look great and then the the other one that i can't remember the title of it uh but the open Ar- world Artorius po- or something it's some sort of Arceus, Arceus, whatever the legendary Pokemon is. Yeah, and it's like, here's an open world Breath of the Wild style Pokemon game. People are like, it looks really unfinished. We need more thing. But then they're like, and here's Pokemon Snap. And everyone's like, yes, 100%. That's what we want. Just that. Because it's the nostalgia. And like, how can you really mess that up? How can you really mess that up? And you've already done it perfectly once. Like, just do the same (laughs) thing a little bit better. 
I don't even think there's really anything they'd have to change. Like, just make models, like, better models. <laughs> like, really. Yeah. And, and more of the Pokemon, because we've had... Yeah, a, a cu- Pokemon Snap was released when there was only 151, mm-hmm. and now there's a, there's a couple more. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't, because I don't know how the layout of this podcast really is, but I don't really want to segue into asking about that open world Pokemon, but I kind of do. So I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, go for I'll, it. Ooh, tell me about that. I would love to hear about it. Okay. So I want to hear what, Caleb explain it. <laughs> from what I can gather, because it's been a minute since I watched the trailer, it's a prequel to all the other Pokemon. It takes place like it's in. So if all the other Pokemon games are like a kind of XB for modern day Japan, it's like medieval japan the pokeballs are made out of like wood and they're they i like i actually really like the little design of the wooden pokeballs but it is like literally you're a you pick your character guy or girl and you go out and it's kind of like a more advanced version of you know sword and shield had like those open world sections but they're fairly small it's basically the whole game is like that you're working alongside your pokemon so like you go out you find pokemon you catch them with your wooden pokeballs and then if you get into Pokemon battles, you're on the field with them. And if your Pokemon get knocked out, then they're the, the wild Pokemon are going to start attacking you. So it's like a you are literally like going the distance, exploring this world, going through the plot with your Pokemon that you're catching and you're switching out and that sort of stuff. So it looks interesting. I think it looks better than a lot of the Internet does, but it does look very rough around the edges. Like it does look like a thing where like, the frame rate's a little choppy, and it looks kind of, like, rough around the edges, and, like, it needs a lot more polishing, but we've only had, like, the one announcement trailer, and it, I was mainly just amused how the entire, the entire internet was like, it'd be great to get a Breath of the Wild style Pokemon game, like, we're never gonna get that, and then they announced it, and the internet's like, yeah, but that one looks, like, bad, so, no, but, uh, it does look rough, I think hopefully by the time it's actually out, I want to go really quickly look yeah it's supposed to come out early 2022 which will likely get pushed to like mid more to late than like 2022 um, absolutely but it's yeah, not because a- i'm very much on the same page as caleb though i've just like i watched the trailer and i was like this looks awesome this looks like the first pokemon game that i'm like really gonna get into and then everybody like there was a lot of people on the internet that were just like this isn't what we wanted and i was like is it not like this looks awesome what are you talking about so uh yeah it looks super cool and but yeah just like the i don't know i play games to explore things and so getting to go explore a pokemon world and like just catch pokemon that's that's all i ever wanted like that's all that's that's what i want give it to me and i find the medieval kind of pokemon world kind of interesting like the like i said the wooden pokeballs is neat and it has to, like, it's called uh, Ar- Ar- Arceus. I don't know how to pronounce that at all. I'm going to be honest with you. But it is kind of a plot dealing with that one specific legendary Pokemon who is the kind of creator of the Pokemon world. So uh, I'll be interested to see how it how it unfurls. I've always been extremely fascinated in the idea, and I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm very sure I'm not the only one, in the idea of, like, a Pokemon MMO. That will hook me. Like, if I'm walking around and there's Pokemon everywhere, oh my god, that will hook me. So when you said it originally, like, when you first mentioned it, I was like, how could anybody be mad at that? And then, of course, naturally, I forgot about the thing. Where, uh, this is my completely ignorant side talking, like, about video games specifically. But, like, just developers seem to rush everything and they just patch it later. 
And maybe this is something you guys have talked about before, but, like, I'm not surprised that people would be fed up with seeing something that people have probably wanted for so long. And they're like, yeah, but it looks like trash. So please don't put that out. But, of course, like you said, it'll be early 2020 or something like that. Or 2022. Hopefully it'll be a lot later than that. Hopefully it'll be pushed back because I'm sure it'll need to be with how people push stuff out. I have long been on the train of I want games that like I want them to take their time and I don't care if it looks the best. I just want it to be good. Like there's there's this I've I've talked about this on the podcast before. This is a complete tangent. We can't go down too long, but I'm like, I think the modern version of game development is unsustainable. It's like, we gotta have the nicest cutting edge, a bajillion people working on this $300 million game that has to sell a bajillion copies in order to make any money. I'm like, you can't keep doing that. Like, at some point, you gotta, like, call it and be like, it can look okay. It can look fine. It can't go much farther than that. So we just let Caleb say things like that, and when I say them, I mean, it's called a hot take, and Joe shouts me down. Oh, I got many hot takes. I got because, many no, no, hot no. takes. You're coming at it from two different angles. See, Dylan comes out and says frame rate doesn't matter, graphics don't matter. Caleb is like, make compromises so that you don't burn out your workforce. Mm-mm-mm-mm. There are so many games that were made back in the day that people were like, "This is the epitome of gaming." That's you don't really you don't really see that anymore because something like Cyberpunk that just came out recently, like people were all for that. Okay, I could talk about that. I I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even pre-order Cyberpunk or anything like that, and it's really hard for me to get interested in like newer games. And also, Caleb said we probably shouldn't go down this path. I could. <laughs> I am ignorant, but I could. I have things. Things to say, <laughs> but um, I. Sid's got to be on the next hot takes episode. I was gonna say we're definitely gonna have to bring you back. That's okay. I will be there. I'll get heated. I'm heated now. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't even care about cyberpunk, and it just infuriates me to like I just can't even fathom being one of those people that's like, oh, we want cyberpunk to come out, and then they're like, we can wait, but then they really can't wait, and people are getting mad about them pushing it back. Why are you getting mad? It's a pandemic. For one, and then two, on top of that, like, don't you want the game to come out at its best possible so that when it does come out, you don't have anything to complain about when they have to possibly patch it or something? I don't know. Or maybe I said that a little backwards, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, why would you want a game to come out faster where they have to fix it over and over instead of just come out fully formed? (laughs) I don't understand. I would have rather waited like three years on a game. Actually, wait, hold on. Final Fantasy VII remake. Didn't that, wasn't that like a hit? Wasn't that a hit? Yeah. We waited yes. what, like a decade, two two decades on that, <laughs> and it's Basically. beautiful. Take oh, it so from pretty. Final Fantasy VII, you guys. Just wait. It's also only like the first section of that game, too. Oh uh, yeah, no, I mean it's going to be like another four game. years before we get the next one. I but wait. I'll wait. If I cared about Final Fantasy VII, not that I don't entirely, because I do like Final Fantasy as a whole. But if I really cared as much as some people did, I would wait. I don't care if I'm 55. Mm. I would wait for that. <laughs> but yes. anyway, I'm sorry. Hot take, no, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're good. Definitely, we're going to bring you back for that mm. hot take uh, sequel. <laughs> I guess... Did have, Sorry, no, go ahead, because you're... No, you finished okay. your thought. I was going to transition out of it, but I want to hear you wrap that thought up. Yet. No, I didn't actually. I was going to transition into my final game, but... I understand if we don't have time. No, I was going to ask you if you had heard of the Pokemon MMO that's like, you know, Tem-tem. the great value version or whatever. Yeah, Temtem. Mm-hmm. No, no. My brain would say that, yes, I probably have heard of it, but I actually can't trust it. So I'm going to say no. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know really anything about it except people call it the Pokemon MMO. So I was curious if you, oh, you, yeah. you mentioned that. My coworkers I wanna, I wanna know got into it, it for like three weeks when it came out. Yeah, it's yeah, in early should. access on PC. Um, I don't know much about it other than like it's supposed to be pretty cool, but also like it's early access, so it's not fully featured yet. But that was also like six months ago when I knew that. So it right. could be, yeah, it, it could be finished new. now. Yeah, it might be fully out. I don't know. But anyways, what what was your final game, Sid? Where, My where you final headed? game is Dead by Daylight. And I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it. I've actually had many people be like, I just don't understand why you like this game so many times. And I honestly don't know either. But there's just something about it that kind of keeps drawing me back in. I think it's because, like, I, I really want to be good at some games. And something has hooked me to this game. And I want to be good at it. So I keep putting more time into it. But yes. Do you like killing or getting killed? I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I like being a survivor. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually have never played Killer, and honestly, that's probably, you know, anybody who's played Dead by Day would be like, oh, oh that's probably why you're not good at surviving, because I'm really not good at that game. But I don't know. I like watching it. I actually watch a bunch of streamers play Dead by Daylight as well. So if I have a stream on, it's probably Dead by Daylight related. And if I'm playing a game, I probably have a YouTube video up, video up about Dead by Daylight. So there's something to be said for that where you're, you're talking about, you know, being super into because I'm the same way with Bloodborne, where if I'm not playing Bloodborne, I'm probably watching Bloodborne content. So there's something about just kind of existing in that world or in that game whenever you can that it, just, it gets its hooks into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I definitely understand the Dead by Daylight thing because that's a game that I've always looked at and have wanted to get into. I've watched a bunch of like Meg Turney stream it and stuff. And like, I just have never. It's it's one of those I want to play with a group of people that yeah, I know. I like, so do you have strongly prefer playing with people? So that's actually one of the reasons why I don't quit. I I do play it, but I don't play it often enough. Is because I don't have people to play it with. I think a lot of people got a, like a lot more bored with it than I did. But I don't like playing it with with freaking randoms, man. Just because they just do the dumbest things and so it can be very rewarding and it can be very infuriating actually it's it's definitely to this day the only game that has made me break a mouse (laughs) (laughs) i will fully admit that (laughs) very angry i was that day Mm. (laughs) yeah yeah and they keep adding stuff to it too i don't know if they'll ever end with that yeah like because that i the closest i ever got to getting into it was when the strangers things Mm-hmm. came out yeah because um, i was like yes i'm super into that show i want to try it but can you um, play his best character steve harrington yes yes oh oh okay I might have to <laughs> caleb's in <laughs> caleb's downloading it tonight i think it's on game pass caleb yes you absolutely can there is also crossplay as well so pc people oh wow can play it's a game for the people yeah, exactly they just recently did that as well oh and they even have dead by daylight mobile <laughs> they got it for mm. everything wow wow I didn't realize I had mobile version too. Yeah, that's, that's far awesome. more recent. I definitely within like the last eight-ish months or so. Nice. So that game came out a long time ago. Yeah, right? I I want to say 2016 was the year, and I actually picked it up around then. It was a lot. It was a whole different beast back then. It is a lot yeah. different now. It's one of those games that just like. I mean, you were talking earlier about patching and fixing things over time, and this is one of those games where, like, it has kind of had that, I don't want to say redemption story, it's not like No Man's Sky, I guess people don't talk about it like that, but where, yeah, like, I, I, 
seem to hear people talk about how great it is now versus when it originally came out. It wasn't really all that. So it's, I think even the way I would view it, uh, is it's been like a constant, like uphill, just slow, but definitely there. Um, I could talk about this game for a long time just because I've watched it so much and I've watched so many play people play it so much that I I know a lot of things that I should not really know about this game because I don't play it that often in comparison. But it it started out actually I recently heard from the developers that it started out as a game that you were supposed to be sneaky and you weren't supposed to be seen. So you were supposed to just sneakily do a generator and then go hide when the killer came by. But They've turned it into because like that's not how people played it. It's boring after a while if you were to play it like that, which I completely understand. If you were to continue just continually just hide, like what what fun is that? And then escape. Okay, there's no action. But they developers realized that that's not how people were playing it because it's a lot more fun to get chased. And the game wasn't made for chasing, so like the ratios for things were off. Like of course there was more mm-hmm. speed for some killers and less speed for some killers and. And then also the way, like, the layouts of the maps and stuff, like, you would almost think that everything is, like, perfectly put down to a science. They had things called infinite loops where you could just run a killer without them ever being able to catch you. They've gotten rid of those. Like, so they've, they've definitely mapped it out as they would have got along because it's become more and more competitive. And so it's definitely not the way that they first intended it to be played um, because they first intended it to be kind of sneaky. But now it is a whole different beast. In, in a good way, because now there's a lot of really good content out of it. And it's really, really fun huh. to watch people be able well, to, like, loop killers and stuff. Well, when Dylan finally actually plays it, we'll have to get you back on for, like, a deep dive into that game, too. I, I Yes, I'm here for that as You're well. You're just going to become, like, a like a consistent co-host at this I'm, point. I'm okay. That would be fun. Like, what else do I do? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question we all ask ourselves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Cool. Well, is that about it for what you've been playing? I would say, yeah. Everything else is like I've maybe been on for an hour, if that, in the past week. So I don't really have much else. Cool. Well, do you guys want to play a different kind of game? Sure. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this part. I'm scared now. Hey, listeners and viewers, Andrew here. Thank you so much for listening to the Level Playing Field podcast. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a minute to let you know about our Patreon page. At patreon.com slash lpfgaming, we've got even more great content just for you. For just two bucks a month, you get access to not one, but two exclusive podcasts. First, there's the Open Mic a laid-back show where you can get to know us a little bit better. This podcast will cover a broad range of topics and subjects, but will still probably be pretty nerdy. The second exclusive show is the LPF Movie Podcast. Caleb and Aubrey finally did it. The Movie Podcast is a reality. These two hosts, and probably some guests, will tackle the world of film and TV in a show that couldn't be more up their alley. Both of these shows will be posted every two weeks alternatively, so you have something new to listen to every week. The other perk of joining our Patreon at the $2 tier is access to our official Level Playing Field Discord server. This is a great place to hang out with us and others in the LPF community. Additionally, 
We also have two more tiers that come with other cool perks, such as unedited versions of the LPF podcast, topic suggestions, and producer shoutouts on the show. If any of this sounds cool to you, we would truly and genuinely appreciate your support over at patreon.com slash lpfgaming. We want to keep improving our content while growing our community, and this is a great way to do it. Now that's enough of that. Let's get back to the episode. Caleb, you've got a game for us. What are we doing tonight? I do. And I went, uh, Sid, for the benefit, we have a couple different games we play. <laughs> this one is called Synonym Roll. Okay. Oh, here we go. I thought and, you were going to pull out. I got it from Google. I'm no, excited. no, no. Nobody wants to play that game. Dylan. I love Quit that game. It up. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special edition of Synonym, Synonym Roll because I... With the what I usually try to make them themed to the episode, but since it's just kind of laid back what we've been playing, I didn't know really, and I didn't want to make them all like Rock Raiders theme or else <laughs> the thing I've been doing lately, which is watching old Godzilla movies. So it's you know, yeah, you could have done that one. I would have approved that one. Dylan would have just won because he's seen more Godzilla movies than any of us. Shin Godzilla is so them. good. <laughs> Shin Godzilla, it might be my favorite Godzilla movie. I just watched that for the first time. So good. So how does synonym roll work for those? That might not know. <laughs> so for those who do that work, how this works is you take the title. I'm going to say works. I drank that entire margarita in a can. So yeah. Uh, was it know. one of the big boys too? It was the big yeah. one? Yeah, it was the big one. Uh, how, how Synonym Roll works is we take a title of a video game or movie, generally games attached to a theme, and we run it through thesaurus.com every word until we have a mishmash of bizarre words strung together and you have to guess what what that title originally was For, do you have an example yes okay so i actually Perfect. i wrote down way too many this time because there's a theme to this one for uh i'll do this one because none of you will catch it fire emblem shadow dragon the title shadow dragon would be obscured hydra so it's been run through shadow you could didn't... also mean obscured uh, Did you do Fire Emblem? Or no, because you... this is today's theme. All of these are subtitles to games. They should be subtitles you're familiar with, but there's no... You're not, oh. not going to get the like Legend of Zelda and you can hit that. It's it's just the subtitle. So you won't get the Fire Emblem. You'll just get the Shadow Dragon. I did try to choose ones that either we've talked about before or that are fairly well known. Like They're not... Here's the fun thing about most video game subtitles I discovered as I was putting this list together. <laughs> They're usually either just one word or they have some character who doesn't really go through thesaurus.com's thing oh, very right. well together. So it's like, I can't do Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because it's like, what, there's no thesaurus for that. So most of these are like ones you have heard of. So Sands gotcha. of Time is definitely showing up during this. Well, and, and since Sid has listened to every episode of the podcast, she knows oh, what we've talked absolutely. about. Absolutely. I'm going to so know every single yeah, one so, without question. So we'll be good to go. All right. So we're going to get like Pokemon Red, and you're just going to be like <laughs> Crimson. Maroon. Crimson. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll get started. So again, these are all subtitles. They are, there are main series these are attached to, but this is just the subtitle. So the first one is Kin Cowl. Spell those. K-I-N, kin, cowl, C-O-W-L. Oh, man. Um, and then so this is just the subtitle of a, of a different game? Yep. It's the subtitle. Yeah, this is Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yes, it is. 
Oh, uh, yep. that makes sense. I was I couldn't get the hood. I I had the like family connection. I was like, this is this like brother or father. So but, yeah, this okay. is gonna make I me had feel hood. really dumb. <laughs> This is, I mean, this is going to be, that That should give you a hint of the game. You're not going to, it is always a subtitle. So just be, be thinking of that. The next one, cross-examination. <laughs> cross-examination? Okay. Now and all the, I can think of is Phoenix Wright, and it's not. I should have put a Phoenix Wright one in here. That would have been good. Is that, that's two words, or is that one word? It is yeah, one word. Okay. Just, okay. What changes it? Hint. <laughs> this is a this is a video game that we have. Uh, this is a game from the past ten years. Big, big franchise from a popular studio. It, it's on my list. Here's a, here's another hint. It is on my list of RPGs I'm trying to play this year. Dragon Age Inquisition. It is Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh. Cross Inquisition. As I look definitely... at it right here on my Steam store. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to say it. I yeah. Just be- barely yep, beat you to it. Yep. Yeah. You, if you're watching, you could see it. My lips forming the letters. <laughs> All right. The next one is Afterlight Royalty. I imagine Afterlight is one word. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's eyebrows tell the story. After what? what? After light royalty? <laughs> yep. As Aubrey Ab- Aubrey calls it, face journeys as we go on. Yes. The, uh, 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 uh. Do we have to get like the just, the game that comes before the subtitle? Or just if the you just give me itself? the subtitle, then it. W- oh, yeah. Twilight Princess. It is in fact Twilight Princess. Points for Joe. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I was not close to that. <laughs> makes a lot of sense, actually, when you hear them side by side. <laughs> it was the afterlight part for me. I was like, what yeah, does that, that even weird. mean? Yeah. The, I did, I admit, I put a bunch of these together because I'm like, some of these are, might be too easy, but I might have put too many now. So we'll <laughs> see. We'll see how this goes. This one's my possible favorite out of any of the synonyms I came from. Betwixt Perloiners. What the heck? <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> Say that again. Betwixt what? Betwixt purloiners. Purloiners. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it sounds dirty. Hang on, let me go. Just because it has loin in it. <laughs> I'm going to go to thesaurus.com and see if I can give you a hint that is a different synonym. Can we Google purloiner? <laughs> no. <'cause laughs> Do you want to Google Can that? you give no? us a, a definition? How about this? Uh, pilferer. Okay. Um. Oh. Uh, what uh, among thieves is like? Is that yeah, an uncharted? It. Uncharted. Yes. Among yeah, thieves. I knew Dylan, it was an uncharted. I was like, it, I knew it was uncharted, but I couldn't remember what so, the. That first word you said with loin in it that I can't ever remember the rest of. Perloiners, and it was betwixt was the first word actually. Well, yeah, but perloiners the one I was thinking of. That is like uh like a thief. That yes. That's like a Charles huh. Dickens word, to be fair. That's like from Old English, but I just, I liked the way they sounded next to each other. Betwixt purloiners, yes, quite. <laughs> All right. This one is my second favorite. Nativity, oh, a side trance. Damn it, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Nativity, a side trance. It's three words. Okay. <laughs> 
Wind? <laughs> next to dream, next to vision. You're you're not far away. It is an RPG. This is. Uh, I feel like this is going to be like a a Kingdom Hearts I was, subtitle. I was literally just about to say the only thing I think of is Kingdom Hearts. And I, I birth by sleep. It is birth by sleep. Kingdom Hearts birth by sleep, <laughs> which is already a subtitle that sounds like it's been through a thesaurus. <laughs> Oh, My brain man, just Caleb. started to like latch on to that, and I was like, "Is it?" <laughs> you were not wrong. I love the Kingdom Hearts titles. All right, this one is a game. Yeah, well, I'll give it to you. But this, this one is a game. <laughs> I'm just so. saying, this is this. It's something you. It, it's something some people in here should be familiar with. Transgression Capital. Come on, Sid. I see the wheels turning. <laughs> <laughs> what wheels? Sin City. <laughs> You're not far. Transgression capital. One one of I just heard one of you was close. Not quite. But Joe, close. Joe said Joe, Sin City, which is a movie. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> um. All I can think of is it's not Arkham City. Mm-mm. No. The only thing I can think of is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and just like the main city there. That's that's all that I've got. I have no idea. A mistress. What's the capital of a mistress? I'm now blanking. I'm just like the whole seven deadly sins they theme. Oh, okay. That they had yeah. And, yeah. Yep. What's 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 a hint what's a hint, Caleb? It is a third person action game made by a very, very prominent uh studio that you all like more than I do. Okay. That should be a good hint. So it's Is it a FromSoft game? Like Bloodborne? No. No. Like I said, Sin City is not far away. Like you're halfway there. Which part did we get right? Sin or city? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell us what it is, Caleb? Why don't you just... No, I'm just kidding. It, but the, the hint's Dylan wants. Uh, what are... Vice City. Vice it is Vice City. city. It is Vice City. GTA Vice City. How, we're not going to go down the how can you not like Rockstar rabbit hole, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've only ever really played one game of theirs. So, <laughs> two two games of theirs. What? I've only ever played really like Red Dead Redemption and GTA Five. Like I played a little Red Dead Redemption Two and a little GTA Four, and that's it. All right, what's the next one? <laughs> Pebbles of Interval, Sands of Time. Yeah, I there it is. No one would get that as soon as I. Got <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I knew the Prince of Persia games were going to have subtitles in this. Pebbles of Interval. Yes. Okay. This one's. This one's. Okay, we'll do this one. <laughs> Cavalier connected with ancient Commonwealth, and I will give you the point, the the hint already. The word, the word count does not exactly match up there. Cavalier so connected with ancient Commonwealth. Knights of the Old Republic. Point for Andrew. I think we've done this that one before. I think I've done that one. Okay, <laughs> this the only reason. <laughs> this one. This Was, one should. Is that impressive? <laughs> yeah. This one. Okay. I, I skipped this one because I forgot what it was. But now that I did remember what it is, this one should. Uh, Just say it. <laughs> incandescent demonstration. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? You told me to say it. Incandescent oh, yeah. demonstration. Hint? <laughs> um, give me a I second. like that you suck at this, Dylan, because I feel like you kicked my butt last time we played a game. Somehow you're tied with me, though, so maybe you don't suck at it. 
I mean, Sands of Time was a gimme. I called it True. before we even started, so that doesn't True. count. Uh, I will give you the hint that it, it has actually, the game series this is from was discussed at great length in today's episode. Oh, So it's a Final Fantasy game, but I don't know any of their subtitles. Nope. Not Final no? Fantasy. I'll give you that. Really? Yep. Wow. Say the say the synonyms again. Incandescent demonstration. What did we talk about today, guys? We uh, talked about uh, a lot Dark of Blizzard. Souls. And a, yeah, Blizzard and FromSoft games. Well, but Dark Souls things are like two and three. I don't think that Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, I guess that's the. What about? We just we play this so often, just on the straight up titles that it. What about World of Warcraft? Are there any subtitles? Descent demonstration. No. I don't. Shh. Oh my gosh. What else did we talk about? I have completely forgotten everything we've talked about. It's the dad brain. I told you. See, I don't all even can, know. Like other... all I'm remembering is like rock raiders and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I specifically avoided rock raiders because I'm like, no one's gonna remember anything about that game but me. I mean, I just I can't even think of like a like synonyms for incandescent demonstration, like. I will like normally, something, right? I, I will point out this isn't like a huge hint, but there is a the at the beginning. Technically, I just looked up the game itself, and it's there's a the xx, and it is two words. Like it's other than the the, so it, they are one to one. No idea. I think Sid's got it. Just say it. Just I tell don't us actually have it, but I. Th- <sighs> I mean, there's only one other game that I can think of that we talked about. I mean, I can go ahead and give it to you guys. Did anybody did did anybody say that we talked about Monster Hunter? I don't know. Does oh. that have subtitles? I don't even know if that has subtitles. Try. It has try, which is totally weird. Well, it has Rise and it has World and it has Iceborne and it has Um There are a few others that I'm blanking on right now. Um uh, like yeah. Generations and Ultimate. Yeah. Here, I will give you a different synonym for the same thing. Scorching expedition. Burning Crusade. Burning Crusade. See, yeah. yeah. Come on, Joe and oh, Sid man. and Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't play much Burning Crusade. Oh man, I didn't either. But I come wasn't on. there then. But you know, when you think of WoW, you think of Burning no, Crusade. No, when I think, think of WoW, I think of Lich King. Yeah, but Lich King had to play through Burning Crusade to get there. No, that was that's a part that I want to forget. Actually, I hated it so badly. Like you spent I've, your seven levels in Lich in Burning Crusade, and you got GTFO right out of there. You went to Borealis or whatever it was, not Borealis, Aurora uh, Borealis, located entirely in your kitchen. Uh, all right, <laughs> yeah, I, I see where like burning to incandescent technically works, but I just love the word incandescent. As soon as I saw it was an option, I used you it. have to get in the mind of Caleb. Hey, which Caleb, I know you're really. Tough. If you ever play Dark Souls one, you'll really like Solaire. <laughs> okay, all right. Joe knows what I mean. I saw that smirk, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, D- Caleb would like unironically really get into Solaire. All right, this one might be a. Okay, we'll see. Concert? Who got that point? Was it was it Andrew? That was, it was me. Yes. Okay. Concert as regarding to evening. Um. Um. Symphony of the night. Yeah, Joe had it. That makes sense. <laughs> how, how many more of these do you have? I have two because I just realized a couple of these are not gonna like. There's yeah. Okay, so two more. Natural probe. 
<laughs> Caleb. I work with children. Shame on you. <laughs> what kind of games are we playing here? It's a game that gets talked about quite a bit on this podcast. <clears throat> Majesty. <laughs> Natural probe. Um, it's not Rock Raider, Raiders, no, because it's a title, <laughs> not a subtitle. Yeah, and also I, I've said like three times now. No rock raiders. We I avoided all rock raiders. Yeah, but you probe. like. I guess you you would play that sh- straight up, but like anybody else on this podcast, I'd be like, "But did they mean it?" That's true. Did Come on, this one seems... have a subtitle. Yeah, the Wild Hunt. Okay, that doesn't work. No. Yes, it does. That's the answer. Is Wild Hunt? Wild Natural Hunt is a probe. It's a little search. Well, who gets this point then? I feel like yeah, this is a I different language at this point. Like I don't know what words mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the last never, thing I would have said. Yeah, that's I f- never feel dumber than when I play this game. I was literally <laughs> answering Dylan's question. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's my favorite thing about synonym roll, though, is you really just like stretch the meaning of anything as far as it'll go and see like how much sense it does. Is does The Witcher 3 have a subtitle, Dylan? Look, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't beat the game. I was out yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm like, sure you saw The Wild Hunt at some point. I was out there making Triss be my girlfriend and then like trying to save Siri, but like Yennefer got in the way and I didn't want to deal with her. So, By the like, time you're making Triss your girlfriend slash dealing with Yennefer, you've seen The Hunt multiple times. I still like a minor character. I still can't believe I have to share a podcast with a bunch of people who don't like Yen. <laughs> I like Yen from the show. She's a if I had watched the show first, I would care more about Yen. If you can, play through you can two respect... games that Yen doesn't exist in, and then she pops up and is like, hey, I hate you. Love to me. Be fair, then, like... <laughs> to be fair, that is their relationship. I would die for that moment. Yeah, anyway. no, you can respect their dynamic, like, Caleb, and then I would it's die the more authentic them. one. But like also, liking her is not a no. It's like I, I can respect that book that Yen is like more authentic and pairs with Geralt better because they're both toxic people and deserve each other. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I don't prefer How did you play Yen. Geralt? My Geralt was the uh, a bastion of goodness, constantly doing things for free, like an idiot. They're they both, also didn't they're cast both, Trist very well in the show, so... They're both messy people who love drama, and they're great for each other, and Yen is just... Uh, I respect her. All right, moving on. So this is the last one, right? <laughs> final round. Final round. Going into the final round, I'm leading with five points. Joe has three. Dylan has three. Sid has We've just zero. enjoyed... We've just enjoyed... Zero. We've just enjoyed having Sid here. I enjoyed being uh, here, so that's okay. That's my consolation prize. So maybe Dylan and Joe can fight for a second here, but or maybe they'll have to share it. We'll see what happens going into the last one for ten points, Caleb. and I get it right. <laughs> there you go. Make it interesting. <laughs> Double or nothing. Yeah, something like that. If this Sid gets this one, points. she can win. We'll we'll throw that out there. Okay. We'll give her the guest bonus. <laughs> Recent purviews. <laughs> Don't even know what purview like is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done this one before. What is this? I have uh, no idea. Caleb, what's another another synonym? Recent purviews. <laughs> vistas. Or vistas is I guess how it's pronounced. <laughs> Wait, vistas is a is a synonym for which one? For purviews? For for, for, for purviews, yeah. 
Uh, New Horizons. Yeah, it is New Horizons. Animal Crossing New Horizons. New Horizons. My hint was going to be, this is the one that got us through all the first half of the pandemic. You say us, but you didn't play it. No, I didn't. I was too busy having an existential breakdown and playing Last of Us Part 2. And Final Fantasy Those two VII. things go well together. I know! Right. The... I, I will throw out as a bonus for our readers, I had a couple on here that I realized uh, were listeners. I'm sorry. They all blend together in my head, all the different words. Audience, hey, le- readers, listeners. I was going along we with it. A- I was unaware. I was like, oh, they have readers too. Okay. Dang. I mean, we we probably get like a all transcript, right, platforms. man? Like, we- yeah. Just post the transcript somewhere. Yeah. Do, do you make a transcript, Dylan? <laughs> Do you does create a not, transcript? Does this not does this not automatically make one? I thought whatever hosting site we had gave us transcripts. No, oh, no. Well, never and mind. if it did, uh, someone would have to go through and correct all of the like misinterpreted words for a two and a half hour recording, and I don't want to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> the other it just sounds like a lack of dedication, right there. That's what I'm saying. Right, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the other two ones I had that. I just realized, like, God, those are actually a step too far, and also they're not as... Where Skirmish matured for Combat Evolved, Halo Combat Evolved. Maybe, maybe. Wait, Halo has a subtitle? Yeah, the first one, you fake fan. Look, I just shot things. I don't know, man. And then... And the other one? Brunette Procedure, which was a bit of a stretch, but it was Black Ops. (laughs) Nope, that doesn't work. (laughs) No. Yep. Brunette. (laughs) I checked on Thesaurus. They both check out. Okay, interesting. Well, <laughs> and we'll get, someone needs to get their eyes checked. <laughs> I have. They're not good. I needed glasses <laughs> very badly. I'm not allowed to drive without them. Well, that that is an episode, guys. Thanks, Caleb, for hosting that game. Sorry, Sid, that uh, you you didn't get. Oh, any don't points, apologize. Thank you. I went into this knowing <laughs> I wouldn't. Thank you for joining us. On this episode, it was great to have you. I could. Yes. Thank you for asking me to be here. And I think we've definitely got some uh, some f- potential future topics to bring you back on. It sounds like so. Before we close this one out, do you have anything else that you want to shout out or plug or talk about? You want to direct people towards to go check you out anywhere? Uh, sure. You can. Oh gosh, I do this on my own podcast, but I'm gonna mess this up. You can follow me on Instagram, caught underscore red underscore headed. Or you can find me on Twitch as caught underscore redheaded, one word. And I think that's, oh, well, Twitter, but nobody cares about that. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. (laughs) And does anybody else have anything that they want to get off of their chest before we wrap this one up? I was going to say I have a podcast as well, but it's not even out yet, so... (laughs) It's not even out yet. What? Well, it's called it's called Costology, um, and it's an introspective look at the cosplay community uh, via uh, people's stories, people's individual stories. But yeah, we're still in the works of getting it um, put together, and also getting everything together with these streaming platforms and stuff like that. So it's not out yet. Well, whenever it is out, we'll be sure to let everybody know that that you finally launched. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask me about you getting that process going because it can be kind of daunting in the beginning. But with that, I just want to say thanks for checking out this episode of the Level Playing Field podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, please go check out our website, levelplayingfieldgaming.com, where you can find all of our socials, our YouTube channel, and our Patreon. 
And if you want to write into the show directly, feel free to shoot us a message on social media or email us at lpfgamespodcast at gmail.com. A big thank you to all of my co-hosts, Dylan, Joe, Caleb, and Sid. And an even bigger thank you to our listeners. We sincerely appreciate your support. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.